Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. The game is over when the final buzzer sounds. The analysis ends when you say it does. This is Overtime Open Line. Interviews, analysis, and your opinion. Oilers Hockey is brought to you by Osman Auction. And now, the Canadian Brewhouse Overtime Open Line. Here's Reed Wilkins on Oilers Radio, 630 chair. 33 points and a plus 17 in 31 games against Edmonton. Dry subtle driving in. Rick score off the run. And Jonathan Quick has been burned twice in the game's first five minutes for Dry subtle It's his team leading 44th. And here's Cassian finding nurse to McDavid. Left circle back door. One-timer score. Dry subtle second of the game. A virtual tap-in. He's got 45, and Edmonton has exploded to a 7-2 lead. They'll disregard that first home game, Bob, when deciding who wins the season series. I have followed, tried to center, and that was deflected because Edmonton gets two on home ice. Now a two-on-one. McDavid and Drysaddle. McDavid, Drysaddle, one-timer score! There's the hat trick! Leon Drysaddle, his first ever in the regular season! Raining hats at Rogers Place tonight. Dreisaitl gets three. Nugent Hopkins also with a hat trick. And the Edmonton Oilers light up the Los Angeles Kings 8-4 tonight. Connor McDavid pushes his career-high point total to 112. Leon Dreisaitl gets to 46 goals and 99 points as the Oilers pulled their record to 34, 34 and 8. Six games left in the regular season for the Oilers. They are five out of the postseason. Still going to be tough to get in, but a fun one tonight at Rogers Place. Thanks a lot for tuning in. It is 10.09. We are live in Studio 99 along with Rob Brown. I'm Reed Wilkins for Canadian Brewhouse Overtime Open Line. Well, Rob, didn't see that coming. <laughs> well, no, you didn't. You got uh, a very good normally defensive team in the LA Kings that can't score goals and an other team that has struggled on home ice but tonight it seemed like every every shot that was shot in the first period was finding its way and Jonathan Quick did not play like Jonathan Quick and he didn't last past the the first 20 minutes uh, and just when you thought it was going to be a laugher for the Oilers uh, the LA Kings find a couple behind Koskin and to make it a little bit more interesting but in this game it was pretty simple the LA Kings had no answers to the Oilers' best players. Their top three, McDavid, Nugent Hopkins, and Drysdale, excellent tonight. And the LA Kings, uh, I mean, they had Drew Doughty on the back end, but the other five defensemen weren't capable of keeping up with those three, and those three had a field day. So 8-4, the Oilers win. Now here's a happy coincidence, an amazing coincidence. Our face-off trivia question was which two Oilers had hat tricks in a 9-4 win over Los Angeles on December 20th, 1985. That was the last time before tonight two Oilers got hat tricks in the same game. I wish I could say I knew it was coming, but I didn't. But Chris knew that it was Yari Curry who had four goals and Paul Coffey who had three goals. So December 20th, 1985 was the last time two Oilers had hat tricks in the same game 
Chris knew it. It happens again tonight. Chris is going into the grand prize draw for a $1,000 prepaid Visa gift card courtesy of Alpine Credits. Homeowners get approved. Visit alpinecredits.ca. And I think Connor McDavid's mission over the last half of the game, certainly in the last 10 minutes, well, I think he looked for Gambadella a couple times when they were on the ice together to get him first his first NHL goal, but <laughs> there was no way he... I mean, the, the L.A. defender on the 201 could have tackled Dreisaitl, and he still would have tried to bank it in off Dreisaitl for a half. And he probably would have, and Dreisaitl probably still would have scored. It's it's the worst-kept secret in hockey. When, when Connor McDavid has the puck on a 2-on-1, it is going to Leon Dreisaitl 100 out of 100 times, and that's what's so amazing is both the goalie and the defender know it, the puck still gets through the defender on the pass, and the goalie's never over quick enough to get the puck. But on, you got to give credit to both players on that one. That was an absolute perfect pass by Connor McDavid. It was a little bit of sauce on it, lands flat, and then Leon Dreisaitl makes absolutely no mistake on it. He gets full wood on it, puts it in the open side of the net. Uh, it's almost unfair. I, I think that the, the other three Oilers could just practically go stand at center ice and wait for the faceoff because it's an automatic goal. Uh, uh, there was people were talking about you know everyone's hoping that Leon was going to get his 50th and a little bit of a dry spell the last few games wasn't able to keep up the goal at game pace and thinking okay you know what maybe it might be out of reach well it certainly isn't after tonight's game uh, he moves back into second in the National Hockey League he passes Tavares who had four goals last night he's only four away from 50 only three behind Alex Ovechkin which is amazing when you think about it Alex Ovechkin may be the greatest goal scorer the NHL has ever known He's having a great season. And Leon is just three goals behind him going into tomorrow's games. For the first time since January 14th, we have the Japanese Village goal light activated on 630Ched.com slash Oilers, ending a 29-game drought. We turn that on whenever the Oilers score five or more in a game. You can print up a coupon for a free appetizer at Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Edmonton South, downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park. So that's Dreisaitl's first regular season hat trick. He had one in the playoffs against Anaheim. Nuge gets his third NHL hat trick. And for the first time, he gets one in a game that the Oilers win. He had one in a 4-3 loss to Vancouver in his rookie season. And then about three and a half years ago, he had one in a 7-4 loss to the Carolina Hurricanes. So a lot of crazy stats tonight. Alex Chason gets to a career high in points uh, with 36. Zach Cassian gets his 15th goal of the season. That's a new career high. And uh, David to 112. So the first Oiler to get to 110 points or more since Messier had 129 in 89-90. All the offensive milestones he had hit in one night here. Well, there, there's a number of players having career years, and that's what's so uh, scary about the fact that the Oilers are on the outside looking in. There are a number of uh, offensive milestones that have been hit this year by, by and a lot of the stars on the Oilers. I, hopefully, and these, they'll be able to extend some of these milestones, and they'll continue to get the secondary scoring that they found tonight and, and continue to push so that there are still important games when they get into April. They got a big game against the Dallas Stars. They are a huge step up from the L.A. Kings. But again, it's a, another game that the Edmonton Oilers, they go into that feeling confident, playing with a little bit of swagger, and uh, it'll be two more points to put them closer to a playoff spot. 8-4. The Edmonton Oilers knock off the Los Angeles Kings tonight at Rogers Place. So they're 2-0-1, three games into their five-game homestand. We are going to go down to the Oilers dressing room courtesy 
of GCL Diesel. Genuine diesel parts and turbochargers at great prices, gcldiesel.com. We have Alex Chase on standing by. Alex, you're on with Rob Brown and Reed Wilkins. How are you doing? Hey, guys. How's it going? We're doing very well. Well, that was quite a game. The, the talk with you guys in the dressing room this morning was they shut out Calgary, tight checking. We're going to have to try to win possibly a low-scoring game. So kind of crazy how it unfolded. Take us through that first period. I mean, an early goal against, but then you leave the period with a 5-1 lead. Yeah, obviously, uh, um, with some of the videos we, we did this morning, uh, um, we played a, t a tight game yesterday against Calgary, and um, we thought we were going to get that same matchup tonight. Um, I guess it opened up a little bit, and uh, we were fortunate enough to capitalize on our opportunities. And... Um, and from there, they, they were kind of chasing the game. So they were changing a little bit the way they played, and um, which we took advantage of that. And uh, our big guys came through again tonight. And um, Pretty special to see two hat-tricks in, in one night. Now, from upstairs, over the last little while, it looks like the Oilers have some swagger back. They got a ton of confidence. Can you feel it in the dressing room? Yeah, I mean... Uh, no, you look at you look at our, our, our top three guys up front. Um, Connor, Leon, Nuge. I think uh, all of them uh, have been uh, carrying a big load for us this year. Uh, uh, but lately, uh, seems like they got a little more mojo in their game, and um, obviously they're 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 feeling it a little more than the, um, maybe in the past couple of weeks, which it's huge for us because they, they set the tempo, they set. Um, the way we're supposed to play the game and um, obviously they're offensive skilled players and uh, they're able to take over so um, those guys have done a great job for us and um, I think a lot of the other guys uh, have come on and uh, added to uh, the offensive side and it's helped us um, win games. Alex Jason joining us live on Canadian Brewhouse Overtime Open Line. Alex, two assists for you tonight. You get to a career high 36 points. Obviously, this has been a, a good season for you in terms of goals and points. Reaching this new milestone for you, you know, what does that mean to you? Uh, update me on your feelings about some of your offensive success this year. Yeah, um, I've talked a lot about this. Obviously, I, I think uh, I've I've come a long way from the last couple of years. Uh, um, I think this is was this was third or fourth year in a row on on a one year deal. Uh, second row, second year in a row in the PTO, uh, um, and then to come in this year, uh, been able to get 20 goals, and obviously uh, it, it's been the best season uh, of my career so far. Just from uh, obviously a, a offensive standpoint, but also uh, just the way I play the game. I think that's that's one thing that's important for me is how uh, I prepare and how I I, I go out and perform and. Uh, it's nice to get rewarded with goals and points, and uh, obviously this has been a great season, but I feel like I've been able this year to take my game to the next level and be more patient. And um, I think I've learned a lot from the past couple of years, and uh, I've been able to play with, with some really good players as well, which um, has helped me a lot. So uh, overall, it's been it's been a really good year for me, and um, I do not take this for granted because this is a hard league to, to, to go in and perform. and. I'd be a good player, and um, I appreciate my time here. You guys are on a, a really nice run right now over the last 18, 19 games. It coincides with a couple things. It coincides with you getting healthy on the back end, 
but also coincides with a couple guys coming up from the minors, bringing a different type of energy level, playing for playing for an opportunity to play in the NHL. Are those a couple of the reasons that uh, this team has gone on this run that it's gone on? Yeah, totally. Uh, I think uh, um, since we've got uh, Sakura back, uh, our back end has been uh, much deeper. Uh, um, you can tell him and Matt Benning have been the strong pair for us. Uh, obviously, the addition of Clef Baum back from his injury has, has helped our back end. He's an experienced guy. Uh, you can't teach experience in this year in in, the, in this league. It, it just takes time, and uh, that's important for us. And the addition of those two guys, uh, it's been great. Uh, we've most of us have been there. Uh, I remember my time coming from the minors. You're, you're trying to come in, make an impression. Um, those guys have come in, and they're just they work hard. They got good habits, and uh, they're good people. And those are things that. Um, are crucial for for individual to have success early on in a career in the NHL and um, those guys have made a great addition for us because they bring energy and um, they're true to themselves the way they play they, they don't try to be someone they're not and uh, that has value for your team Alex thank thanks a lot for making time for us enjoy the win no problem guys have a good night that's Alex chase on checking in with two assists tonight as the Oilers beat the Los Angeles Kings 8-4. So you mentioned those last 18 games, 10-5-3 and three in their last 18. He gets to the career high in points, and we could probably just off the top of my head, we could probably find five, maybe six goals this season where he has, where Chason hasn't got a point, but he screened the goaltender and he did that on uh, Nuge's hat-trick goal tonight as well. Well, he's a professional. It's funny, he talked about the, the two players coming up from the minors, how they, they don't cheat, how they do the little things and have good habits. Well, I think that's explaining what kind of player Alex Chason is. He's a guy that doesn't cheat out there. He, he doesn't take shortcuts. He's got very good habits. Uh, he's a professional. And what I, I really respect about what he's done this year, he had to earn a contract out of training camp. I've been in that exact same position. I've gone to a team on a tryout. And I know how hard it is to earn a contract because everyone else has got their contracts. You're sitting in another room and you're an afterthought. So he earns that. Then he comes up and he, and he sits in the stands for a while. He's in the press box. They've got their 20 starters. He's not one of them. Yet when he eventually gets his chance to play, he comes in and he's ready. There's a lot of guys that'll pout. There's a lot of guys that'll uh, lack a little bit because they uh, aren't putting in the work because they're not playing the games. He didn't do any of those things. He understands. He appreciates the opportunity he's been given. And then he's taken off. He's excelled this year. Tonight, he, he actually could have had two or three goals. And he had some really good chances uh, himself. And the, the thing, I, I'm impressed with his game, but the, most, the thing I'm most impressed about is how well-spoken he is. Like, he is a thoughtful... Uh, gentleman when he's talking on the he thinks of what he's about to say he, he puts into words what uh, you want to hear from him uh, he's, I hope he doesn't retire anytime soon or we got an, one of us is out of a job and unfortunately this is your show so it's probably me but uh, Alex Chason has had excellent year I would fully expect for him to be back and re-sign with the Edmonton Oilers for next season. So the Oilers win 8-4 over the Kings. Nugent Hopkins a hat-trick. Dreisaitl a hat-trick. Cassian and McDavid, the other two Oilers goals. Edmonton goes 1-for-1 on the power play. The Kings go 2-for-4. The final shots, 32 for Edmonton, 38 for the Kings. 
So Koskinen makes 34 saves. Jonathan Quick allowed five goals on 11 shots in the first period. Jack Campbell, who had the shutout last night in Calgary, allows three goals on 21 shots. The Oilers 34, 34, and 8 on the season. You can get us at 780-496-0063. We will go to the phones and bring Mike on. Mike, thanks a lot for calling. Go ahead. They're only mostly dead. <laughs> yeah, Hitch better find a new uh, comment about the hearse. Did you hear that one the other day? Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was nice to see them uh, go into cruise control in a game for a change. Yeah, it was nice. You don't the others not often are able to roll four lines in the fourth in the third period. Uh, they aren't. Not often are they in a game without a high stress level, but tonight they were able to do that. Uh, I thought all four lines contributed. I thought defensively they were very good. Uh, and, and Koskinen, although not at his best, Koskinen was better than the two goalies that played for the LA Kings tonight. So this was a, a good game, and again, it, it just continues to give them confidence. Now, it's still a long road, but... The road get, is getting a little bit shorter each time they put two points in the bank, and they put two points in tonight, which sets them up. As Milan Lucic said the other day, you can't win 6-7 in a row unless you win the first one. And then you win that one, now you go to win the second one, and that's their goal when they play the Dallas Stars in a couple of days. All right, thanks, Mike. We appreciate the call. We want to check the out-of-town scoreboard here, and good result for the Edmonton Oilers. Not a good result for the Edmonton Oil Kings. They are beaten 5-0 in Medicine Hat, so the Tigers take a 2-1 series lead. And we were talking a bit on the pregame show about six foot seven Tigers goalie Mad Sogard, who again is the first star in the game. And tonight he gets the shutout for Medicine Hat, stopping 39 pucks. So the Tigers up 2-1. Game four in Medicine Hat tomorrow. Game five, Rogers place on Friday. Well, the, the one problem when a goaltender plays as well as he has in three straight games starts to get in the players' heads. And you, then you start playing a little bit different. You start double-clutching. You start you know, overthinking, passing when you should shoot, shoot when you should pass. And the, that's the one thing that Brad Lauer and the coaching staff have got to really protect against here uh, when they go into game four is to make sure that the players are still playing their way. They're, they're, they're out playing the Medicine Hat Tigers. Eventually, you would expect the puck to go in. Don't start cheating trying to, to, to correct uh, the score in a different way than you're supposed to. In the NHL, Sam Steele, hat trick. Local boy. Kid. Ducks lead the Canucks 5-3 late in the third one minute and three seconds left, and the Coyotes lead Chicago 1-0. We have this one on the big screen here in Studio 99. Capitals beat the Hurricanes 4-1. Blue Jackets knock off the Islanders 4-zip. Canadians roll past the Panthers 6-1. Senators over the Sabres 4-0. And, of course, right here at Rogers Place, the Oilers beat the Los Angeles Kings 8-4. The scoreboard... Presented by Advantage Trailer Rentals with daily, weekly, monthly, and rent-to-own options. Head to AdvantageTrailerRentals.com. All right, we'll have more post-game reaction from both dressing rooms. We have Robert, Tony, and Justin up next in the batting order on the phone lines. That's 780-496-0063. A double hat-trick night for the Oilers. Nugent Hopkins and Dreisaitl both prompt fans to throw their lids onto the ice in this one. We are live in Studio 99. You're listening to Canadian Brewhouse Overtime Open Line. Oilers Hockey is brought to you by Osman Auction. This is the Canadian Brewhouse Overtime Open Line. 
on Oilers Radio. 630 chance. Right circle for Kopitar. Centering pass. One timer to save. Koskinen on Dustin Brown. Great stop. That is Miko Koskinen. Save of the game. Courtesy Jiffy Loop. Get winter ready at JiffyLoopService.ca. The Oilers beat the Los Angeles Kings 8-4 tonight. Koskinen does enough to get the win in net. He makes 34 saves. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, a hat trick. Leon Dreisaitl, a hat trick. Third regular season trick for the Nuge. First for Dreisaitl. He did have one in the playoffs two years ago against Anaheim. We're live in Studio 99. Thanks for joining us tonight. It's 10.33. Along with Rob Brown, I'm Reed Wilkins. Rob, I want to ask you this. And you played in an era where games were higher scoring too. What is it like... I'll ask from a, a winning team's perspective. Mm-hmm. What, what is it like going to the dressing room with a 5-1 lead after 20? Because you must be just riding high, but you don't want to start celebrating the victory with 40 minutes left to go. Well, different era when, when I played, and it, it all depended on what team you played against, because you didn't want to run the score up on certain teams. You don't want to run the score up on the Philadelphia Flyers or the Chicago Blackhawks or or teams like that because then it got dirty and, and it got ugly and I've been in games where I've been in games where I've been on the first line but I've been in games where I've been on the third or fourth line in the last 12 minutes of the game you get double shifted because they don't put any of the stars on the ice anymore because you got such a big lead because the other team's going to take liberties um, it, 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 it is a little tough because if you watch this game here tonight the the LA Kings I didn't think were bad in the first period I just didn't think they got any saves but when you're down 5-1, the second period, they come out, and it was like an all-star game. They, you know, when they had the puck, they tried. When they didn't, they, they didn't try. And, you know, the Oilers then expanded on the lead, made it 7-2. But then the Oilers now, well, the other team's not trying defensively. So now we can get a little fancier, and all of a sudden, it turns into a shinny hockey game. And when it gets into shinny, anything can happen. And all of a sudden, L.A. puts a couple by, and now you're like, okay, wait a second. Now we got to get back to basics. And I think the Oilers, when they came out in the third period, were much better uh, focused. It, it, it's tough in games like that to keep your details. And I, that'll be something that Hitch would, would be preaching in between periods and on the bench is making sure the guys stay to the details. But when the other team is playing with zero details, it's hard to continue playing the same way that you, you, you were. And most of the games the Oilers have played this year have been very stressful. You know, they're close. Uh, a lot of games they've been trailing in. They're always trying for the big push. They're, they're running their stars out over and over again. So this was the first game they've had in a long, long time where they could take, take a breath. And there's not that fear every time you jumped on the ice that this could be the goal that could knock you out of the game. So it was one that uh, I'm sure the entire bench enjoyed. And one that the Oilers played the proper way in the third period to make sure that they got the win that they wanted. 8-4 for the Oilers. Arizona did beat Chicago 1-0. Colorado has the last playoff spot in the West with 81 points. Arizona does get up to 81, but Colorado has a game in hand. Minnesota's at 79. Chicago and Edmonton at 76. Vancouver, who are losing to Anaheim late in the third, they're at 74. Colorado plays Vegas tomorrow. Arizona and Colorado play each other on Friday. So that's going to be a huge game in the playoff race. Rob Brown, sorry, Rob, go ahead. No, go ahead. Nope. Uh, We'll go to the phone lines here. We have Robert standing by. Robert, you're on with Robin Reed. Go ahead. Uh, uh, Hey, guys. How's it going? Pretty good. Nice to hear from you. Well, well, tonight, obviously, McDavid and Dreisaitl, they did did what what McDavid and Dreisaitl do, which, which, which is leading me to my question. What kind of team do you think the Oilers could have 
if they could find if they could find players to consistently play with McDavid and Drysaddle. I and now, and, uh, and and my, and my my other question is it is regarding it's regarding the guys guys that are up here from the minors and and leading into next year. I don't know. I mean, you think guys like Curry and Gambardella? Do you see maybe those guys potentially making the team next year, or, or you know, and then then the likes of Benson and uh, Yamamoto, who of uh, who of uh, who of those two has the best shot? To make the team next year. Now I know. Now I know that doesn't mean much now because you know they're they're still in a still in a playoff race. But I mean, obviously, I think it's a I think it's a lot to think about. I, I honestly I don't think you need anyone to play with McDavid and Drysaddle because I think you play them together. I think you need to find someone to play with Nugent Hopkins and a third line center and a third line center. That's what you're looking for. I th- I wouldn't break up Drysaddle and McDavid. I I just wouldn't. I've said that for three and a half years now. Uh, McDavid plays best best with Drysaddle and Drysaddle plays best with McDavid. They're magic together and their seasons are showing that. They need some someone to play on the wing with a Nugent Hopkins. There's been a lot of games where Nugent Hopkins has been outstanding but he has had um, not no finish uh, on his wings. So I think that they and need... And not to, allowed help defensively nope, either. you're right. He's doing both ends. So I think that they want to find something to play with Nuge. Uh, Gambardella and Curry right now are on an extended audition with the Edmonton Oilers, trying to prove that they're capable of playing at this level. Uh, will they be here next year? It'll probably depend on contract situation, who the Oilers have under contract, who they bring in in the offseason. Between Benson and Yamamoto, I don't think either of them will start the season next year here. I think that they will be guys that will get opportunities throughout the year. I think... Benson's uh, had a much better year in the He's had a better year. Point-wise and health-wise. Yeah, so I don't, I don't think they'll start, but I think that going forward, I think Benson probably has a little higher... Uh, percentage to he's play. He's further along right yeah, now. He's further along, and he, he, he's bigger and stronger. He'd be a guy that you could see that is smart enough to play up in your top six. I think Yamamoto is too, but Benson has the size that goes with it. So uh, they will get opportunities. I just don't think it'll be next year. But I'm. I guess it all depends what the Oilers do in the offseason. Because the Oilers have contract and salary cap issues. So this new general manager has got to find a way somehow to rid them of some contracts that right now seem unriddable. I'm not sure if that's a word, but yeah, I'm on radio, mean. so I'm going to make it up. <laughs> I know what you mean. Dreisaitl scoring that goal with a minute 31 left to seal out the 8-4 win for McDavid and Gambardella. So Gambardella now with assist, an assist in three straight games. Let's go back down to the Hall of Fame room for GCL Diesel. Genuine diesel parts and turbochargers at great prices. GCLDiesel.com. Here's Hitch. What's it like to have a game where two guys get a hat trick? When's the last time you coached a game where two guys got a hat trick in the game? Outdoor hockey. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't remember that. I haven't seen that for a long time. It was. Yeah. It was. There was a lot of. Like sometimes you see them fluky, you know. But there was a lot of nice plays on both sides. There was a lot of nice plays. There was. A, you know, both teams are at times mesmerized by the puck, but there was a lot of, a lot of nice plays for goals today. Uh, Nuge, he's having a career year. Leon's closing in on 1,500. McDavid, uh, he's at a career best in points. What is it when those three guys are going that makes it so difficult for the opposition to stop? Well, I think it's... Uh, 
You know, the old adage, your, play, your best players are your best players, and they've been our best players. They've been our best players since day one, or since the day I got here. And it's not just them. I mean, Darnell's been terrific. Clefbaum, until he got hurt, was playing an outstanding, you know. They, like, your best players have to be your best player, and then you got to get better follow-up. Um, but that's what we've had going. Our best players have carried the day, and we've... We've we've played them a lot, and quite frankly, they've earned it. I, I, I said this this morning. I, I really think that Connor and Leon are are good, solid two-way players now, and still haven't lost any of their point-producing capabilities. But their their positioning and their spacing on the ice and their their puck support is is very good right now, and it helps us every night. Ken, what did you think of your team's play going into the second period after being up 5-1? And was that a tough game to coach with a big lead that early? Those are, those are always tough games to coach because when it gets really loose, nobody's stopping and starting. Everybody's kind of swinging, and you get sucked into that game. And I liked what we did in the third period. You know, the, the players dug deep and, and played the game the right way in the third period. We didn't give up much odd man rushes and uh, ended up winning the period by, uh, by a goal. And I, I, liked, I, liked, well, I like our response in the third period. You, you get games like that where you can't, you can't stop it on either direction. Everybody's feeling it. Every pass is on the stick. Everybody's got a chance to score. And, uh, and I thought the way we stopped it in the third period and then turned it back the other way was, was good. Are you surprised that Leon had never had a hat trick before? I, I didn't really see him as a goal scorer, to be honest with you. I, I didn't know that he had this capability. I mean, you look back in the junior stats, and they're pretty impressive. But he he came across more as a playmaker and a passer. And but he, his his shots lethal, and it's not just lethal; it's accurate. He doesn't miss the net very much. And um, so, to me, when you've got that type of shot, that type of release, and he sets himself up perfectly to shoot the puck and. He, he can get it away quicker than most people. You grew up an Oilers fan. Did this look like a game from the 80s tonight? It does. It, it, it felt that way. You know, regroups and more regroups and the puck's going backwards. And, but you get, you get it loose like that, it's, it's hard. You just kind of fasten your seatbelt, hang on, and hope you end up on the good side. One last thing on Gambardella. He says he was pinching himself. He had him on the ice at the end of the game with... Leon and, and Connor trying to get him a goal. Well, and then you want Ryder to have success too at the end of the game because, you know, obviously the next game means everything. We're five out now and it means everything. And um, so you have a little bit of fun with him at the end. I, I thought Joe was outstanding today. I thought he that line was very good. They, they, they set the temple for us early in the game and I thought the line was outstanding. That's Ken Hitchcock talking about Leon's shot and Leon Dreisaitl, now you have to have a minimum number of games played and shots to qualify for this stat. Leon Dreisaitl is now number one in the NHL in shooting percentage. He passes Braden Point. Leon's at 21.9%, Point's at 21.6. What's amazing for, for those two players, usually guys that lead the league in scoring percentage, and I've been lucky enough to been tops or close to tops in the leagues at times it's for guys that hang around the blue paint and score all their goals from about five feet out it's hard to miss the net from five feet out uh but both point and dry settle they score a lot of goals from out out further 
So they're, they're, they're one-timing it from the sides. I mean, Leon shoots more odd-angle shots than I've seen any player in a long, long time with his one-time. But Hitch talked about it. He hits the net. And, and we've seen over the last number of years, and we've talked about it the last number of years, of wingers that have come through here that didn't have good one-timers. We talked uh, two years ago that the Oilers had nobody on the, ice, on the team up front that could, could one-time the puck. And we said one-timing the puck isn't about picking a corner. One-timing the puck is about two things, hitting the puck, and hitting the net. And that's all Leon's doing. He's not going post and in. He's not going crossbar and down. He's hitting the net. When you're getting a one-timer, it means the puck's coming from across the ice. That means the goaltender's got to move. There's a lot of space there. Simply hit the net. And Leon does that. And he doesn't he doesn't fan on them. He doesn't muff them. They're not going off the heel of his stick and, and just spiraling forward. He's getting them with full force. He is by far the best one-timer that the Oilers have seen in a long, long time. And again, it, it, when you see a two-on-one and you and Connor's got the puck, it's a goal. It, it, I'm not going to compare these two to Wayne and Yari, but when Wayne and Yari had a two-on-one back in the old days, it was always a goal, and it was always the same way. Wayne would always pass to Yari, Yari would score. Well, right now, they're not those two players yet and might never be, but when they have the two-on-one, it is an automatic goal every single time. All right, Oilers win 8-4 over the Los Angeles Kings, 780-496-0063. We have Dustin standing by, who's also going to finish the play this evening. But first, Dustin, what's on your mind? Hi, Justin, do we have you? Yes, sir. Hey, hey gents, how are you? Good, good. Good, thanks for taking my call. Uh, 20, 20 bucks says Buddy from Boston is currently on hold as we speak after that one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the boys were buzzing tonight. That was fun to watch, Jen. And uh, I wanted to really give a quick little shout-out to the uh, the fans. I really liked that reader chant. That was a nice gesture there. Um, my question is, I can't seem to find the stat anywhere, and I'm not sure if you know it off the top, but I'm hoping you can uh, summon the hockey nerds here. Um, but my question is, is when was the last time a team had a 100-point duo that didn't make the playoffs? Well, there's, this is will be the third team. I think I read this stat before. I think it was... Who? It's the third time. Was it two Penguins that had it? I can't remember. Some, I just read this. It was. It was in the paper, or it was somewhere. Someone just talked about it. There was. This will be the third. Sorry, I, I'm not gonna. Uh, it's getting ahead of myself. If the Oilers don't make the playoffs, yeah, this will be the yeah. third time. I apologize to all the fans out there. They're within five <laughs> now. They are still have an opportunity to make the playoffs. If they don't make the playoffs, I believe this is the third duo that would have 100, 200 point scores and not make the playoffs. Reed's looking it up right now. Yeah, I'm just trying to see if I can find anything. Yeah, it does not, it does not happen often. Yeah, I was, on, I was on Google hard for this one. Could not find a thing. Uh, yes, I just read it. Someone just found, found it somewhere and put it up on... So I, I, I read it and I, I, we're the third and my memory isn't very good and I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I'm just doing a quick... I appreciate it regardless. Thanks for taking the call. Oh, don't hang up. You're our finish the play guy. You still okay, there? Yeah, I got okay, you. Okay, you're, you're, you're already getting uh, a, a pass here from Jet Set Parking, the best price on Edmonton Airport parking. Book online at jetsetparking.com. Self-park as low as $5.98 per day with the promo code CHED. We also want to put your name into the grand prize draw. For a one-hour rental at Fast Track Indoor Karting, safe adrenaline pumping fun, fasttrackkartingedmonton.com. Kellen, what do you have? Dry settle in over the line. McDavid back door. All right, that was a chance for Alex Chason. We had him on earlier. I'm sure, I'm sure you know the stat. Did Chason score tonight? 
chaser? Yeah, I did. Do you want to rethink that? Oh, oh, chaser? Oh, Jesus Christ. No, boy, sorry. No, no, that's, that's a no-no. Uh, I was thinking Cassian. That's my bad. Alex Chason. Dry settle in over the line. McDavid back door. And that was healed wide by Alex Chason. The net was empty. There we go. He's going into the grand prize draw. Well, he guessed right. He just took a mulligan. Yeah. He took, well, he thought I said, he thought it was Cassian. Well, you, you so he was pretty, right. He was missed, right about Cassian. Yes, you, and then we said, so I don't want to blame you. So he was actually you. right twice. Yeah, I don't want to blame you, but you mispronounced Chason's name the yeah, first time. He was actually double right. He was like, how much more right can you be? None more right. 8-4, the Oilers win over the Los Angeles Kings. We will get to Tony on the open line. We'll go into the L.A. dressing room as well. Later on, we're going to hear from Willie Desjardins, courtesy BDO, First Call Debt Solutions, Bankruptcies and Consumer Proposals, Licensed Insolvency Trustees. Did you find it, Rob? I did. Uh, the 1989-90 Penguins had Mario Lemieux and Paul Coffey. Both had 100 points, and the team did not make the playoffs. Actually, yeah. Okay, 89. I'm trying to think. I was, I was on that team. Yeah, did you, you had 189, though. I don't know what I had that year, but yeah, so those, those two were, and there was another team, I don't know who the other two were, but the, two, the Penguins in 89-90. Is that the most recent one? Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Okay. All right. Well, there, we figured it out. Excellent work, Rob. Oh, thank you. We will uh, continue live in Studio 99. Oilers win 8-4. This is Canadian Brewhouse Overtime Open Line. Live Oilers Hockey is brought to you by Austin Auction. This is the Canadian Brewhouse Overtime Open Line on Oilers Radio. 6.30. Left bomb's a little shaken. Here's Cassian, a 2-on-1, right circle, shoots and scores. Zach Cassian's just established a new career high. That's number 15 on the season. And on a delayed penalty, he makes it 3-1 Edmonton. Oh, the scoring was far from done. Edmonton goes on to beat Los Angeles 8-4 tonight. Nugent Hopkins and Dreisaitl get hat tricks. First time since December 20th, 1985. Two Oilers get hat tricks in the same game. Curry and Coffey did it that night in a 9-4 win over the Los Angeles Kings. I wonder how many assists Wayne had that night. Six. Jack tweeted Oh, oh, there you go. Yes. (laughs) Just six. McDavid got four points tonight. A goal and three assists. Dreisaitl had four points as well. Three assists for Clefbaum. Uh, Adam Larson blocked a shot late in the game, about six minutes left, uh, didn't come back. Hopefully he's okay. Matt Benning took a puck to the face, missed some time, came back with a full face shield. I think uh, Matthew lost a couple teeth on well, that one too. Yeah. The, they had the refs and the linesmen and some of the players over there looking for teeth on the ice. I've done that before, looking for someone's teeth. It is not a fun job. There should be a designated guy to do tooth that. Guy. They'll the call tooth, him Tooth Guy. The tooth Guy. 21st player on the roster. Well, it wasn't The Rock, Tooth Fairy. We'll have The Rock come in and look <laughs> yeah, for teeth I'm, on the ice. I'm sure that's exactly what he's looking for <laughs> next step in his career. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. We have Tony standing by. Hey, Tony. Hey, how's it going, boys? Quite well. So, first game, I'm actually upset to say that I was not able to watch, and it really makes me upset because of what the score was, but I was keeping track. Um, I got a question for Rob. Mm-hmm. McDavid, uh, Dreisaitl was only three goals behind Obi for the Rocket Richard. Do you see it happening, yes or no? Um, I, 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 I don't want to bet against him because the way that he's playing, the way that Connor's playing, but he's, he is chasing the greatest goal scorer that our generation has seen. And Obi's got a three-goal head start. Um, 
you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to say yes that Leon ends up with 51 and Alex the Great ends up with 50. You heard it here. Big drought for Ovechkin. All right. Great stuff. (laughs) Oilers win 8-4 over Los Angeles. Let's go down to the Kings dressing room, courtesy BDO. Courtesy BDO First Call Debt Solutions, Bankruptcies and Consumer Proposals, Licensed Insolvency Trustees, Head Coach Willie Desjardins. Yeah, it was, uh, we had a pretty good start to the game. Um, you know, then it seemed, you know, whatever. Like Quick made some big saves too, wasn't it? He, didn't make, he made two or three really good saves in the first period. And, but it seemed other things were going in on us. Um, they've got a good team. Uh, they're explosive. We know that. Um, you know, when you get behind and you're trying to come back, then it's, uh, it's a tough process because they're going to turn some two-on-ones and, you know, they're pretty, pretty skilled. Obviously, in the second game, on back-to-back, legs get a little heavy towards the end of the game, which is, makes it even tougher. Uh, maybe a bit. We played some guys hard last night and some of our bigger guys, and uh, I think they were a little bit tired tonight. Night, but you know that's no excuse. You gotta you gotta find a way to come in and win. Yeah, McDavid and Drysaddle when they get on the, in that like, they're just tough tough duel to stop. I guess. Yeah, you look at the points they have. They, we're not the only team that had trouble with them. And you know when they're going, they they are hard to play against. And you know I I've always liked Nugent Hopkins. I think he's underrated. I think he's a he's a good player. And uh, you know they. Uh, uh, they, they were good tonight. They came out and they capitalized on their chances. What do you try to accomplish, like five-minute chunks? or After the first? Yeah. Yeah, you just try to get it turned around a little bit. And, you know, we got a couple on the power play, and then we got that 4-4 four four one as well. So, you know, going into the third, if you if you get the next one, you can make a game of it. Um, you know, it's still a long ways to come back. But uh, you're taking it one shift at a time. You're just trying to find a way to get something built and build a little bit for the next game. But, uh, you know, it was uh, it was a tough game for us. All right, well, the Kings win last night 3 nothing. Their and goalie stood on his head last Campbell night. Campbell had 42 saves tonight. Yes. The Oilers get eight. Our adjustment of the game for the Alberta College and Association of Chiropractors. If it hurts, see a chiropractor. Visit albertachiro.com. I did not know how long this was going to last. Jo- uh, Joe Gambardella, Hitch gives him a chance on the second line. Well, that line stayed together the whole game. He gave Gambardella a couple of gravy shifts with the big boys at the end. And that, line, that was the best line in the first period. Yes. And, and obviously they, they got the goals, but forechecking, keeping pucks alive. And, and I mean, it wasn't all Chase on and, uh, and Nugent Hopkins. I thought Gambardella did his part as well. He did. Well, there was a great shift where Gamber, Gambardella took his man out, pinned him against the board, kicked the puck up to his stick, and found Chase on for a one-timer. That was all Gambardella. He's playing, I mean, he's playing with house money right now because he's not supposed to be up here. With a couple injuries, uh, he's been called up from the minors, and he's making the most of it. Uh, this is this is his uh, chance to be an NHL hockey player, and this chance could turn into a longer stay if 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 he shows enough this year and he comes back next year, he'll have a leg up in anyone else trying out. And that's the one thing too. Whenever tryouts start, there's preconceived notions on where players are going to play. And if he has a really nice finish to the season, they're going to be guys in the minors. They're both minor league guys coming forward, but he, if he'll have a leg up because the, they like what they saw. And he'll be in their minds throughout the summer when they try to decide who they're going to go out and sign. Well, this Gamardella does this. Do we really need this guy? Because we are already got this in our system. So it was a really good game for him. He had an opportunity and certainly took advantage of it. 
Oilers win it 8-4 over the Los Angeles Kings. Nugent Hopkins a hat trick. Dreisaitl a hat trick. You'll hear from Leon when we're back after the news. Live in Studio 99, Oilers Hockey presented by Osmond Auction. This is Canadian Brewhouse Overtime Open Line. Oilers Hockey is brought to you by Osmond Auction. This is the Canadian Brewhouse Overtime Open Line on Oilers Radio. 630-10. And that was deflected because Edmonton gets two on home ice. Now a two-on-one. McDavid and Drysaddle. McDavid, Drysaddle. One-timer score! There's the hat trick! Leon Drysaddle! His first ever in the regular season! That punctuates an 8-4 win for your Edmonton Oilers over the Los Angeles Kings. Three goals for Drysaddle, up to 46 on the season. Back down to the Oilers dressing room. Here's Leon. Sure. Yeah, it's obviously uh, exciting. Um, you know, it took took me long enough, but um, yeah, no, it's it's exciting. Um, you know, a couple, um, you know, beautiful plays by uh, by my line mates. Uh, and, you know, it was easy to um, you know, put those in. Since '85, this team hasn't had two teams or two teammates who scored a hat trick in, in the same game. It's got to feel pretty good. Yeah, it's awesome. It's great. It's great to see uh, different guys, uh, you know, uh, contribute and, and um, you know, uh, a lot of guys having having uh, a lot of uh, big big nights and, and you know that's exciting and, and we need that and um, you know obviously it's uh, it's it's a great year for Nuge too and um, you know he's just uh, capping it off with, with a hat trick. Getting closer to 50 goals in the year. Does that cross your mind at all right now? Getting closer. Uh, I, I try not to think about it. Um, you know, I don't want to put that pressure on myself, to be honest. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy with, with the year I've been having. Um, you know, I don't want to put that, take take that mark as, a, uh, you know, a reason to, uh, you know, downplay my season. How big of a confidence boost is this, not only for yourself, but for the team? Yeah, it's, it's big. Um, you know, obviously, uh, throughout the year, we've had our strug- uh, struggles uh, scoring at, at times. And, um, you know, it was awesome to see different guys step up and, and, and score goals and, and, and make make huge plays. And, and uh, you know, guys like Gamble, um, you know, I think, what was it, three-point night for him? Uh, you know, that's, that's great to see. And, um, you know, we need that. And um, it's a big night for us. All right, that is Leon Dreisaitl. As he mentioned, Nugent Hopkins, a hat trick as well. Nuge up to 28 goals on the season. McDavid gets a goal and three assists. He is now up to 112. That's a new career high. He came into this game with 108 points that had equaled his career high from last season. McDavid, the first Oiler with a 110-plus point season since Mark Messier finished with 129 in 1989-90. So the Oilers win it 8-4. You can get more on 630Ched.com. The Oil Kings, however, shut out 5-0 in Medicine Hat. They trail their first-round series two games to one. Next up, for the Edmonton Oilers, another home game. Game four of the five-game homestand. That is Thursday against the Dallas Stars. Fan appreciation night. Face-off show here on 630 Jet is at 530. The game will start at 7. Thanks to Brendan Escott working the Oilers dressing room. Scott Johnson getting the reaction from the Kings dressing room. Troy Bowler has, in our, has been our engineer here at Rogers Place. Angie Cornell helping out from our promotions department. Kellen Kennedy. The studio producer back at 6.30, Chad. On behalf of Rob Brown, I'm Reed Wilkins. Oilers Hockey presented by Osmond Auction. This has been Canadian Brewhouse Overtime Open Line. Oilers over the Kings, 8-4. Have a great night.